Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 300, recorded on October 8th, 2020. On tonight's episode, we talk about Treehouse Live and all their shenanigans. Sakurai brings us Steve for Smash. And most importantly, we talk about 300 episodes and a surprise for the Nintendo Dads. Jesse, you know what to do. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is the big 300, the 300th episode of Nintendo Dads, and we're excited to be hanging out with you. It is October the 8th, 2020, and yes, we've really done this for 300 episodes. Joining me tonight, Mr. Jesse Waldack, all the way from Kansas City. How are you? The time flies when we're having fun. Yep. <laughs> Somebody that, that I know around here says fun flies when you're doing time. Maybe. I have never experienced I, that. I, I haven't either. And Tim is experiencing a case of no head. Uh, <laughs> you down and your head disappeared. That's uh, So if you're watching us on YouTube. Perfect uh, for Halloween. Headless Horseman. Speaking of the Headless Horseman, Tim, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I feel awesome because... It's just awesome. I mean, I had to deal with kid issues earlier, but still, I feel awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, 300, uh, and I get to be a part of it. This that's right. Awesome. And and the thing is, is that now that you've dealt with kid issues, you get to come on here and forget about those for a while. What kid issues again? What? Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and speaking of kid issues, <laughs> from the Great White North, Justin Masson, how you doing, buddy? Good. I think I am probably like the biggest kid in this group. Uh, of all the stupidity and shenanigans that, that, that have office. to be managed, it's I don't think I don't think it's a toy collection. I think it's maturity. <laughs> that would be this guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two thumbs in it is an idiot. And this guy. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, right, yeah, sure. you know, excited to be here. Episode 300. Holy cow! So just for those of you that are keeping score, just as an FYI, that means that we are like our six-year anniversary of doing this. Which is crazy. My youngest daughter is ten, which means she was four years old wow. when I started this. Now I wanna ladies and gentlemen, I wanna take a little bit of a moment. I think as a as a founding father uh, of the show, I think I get to reminisce every once in a while. It's been a great run. My family supports me, but just before the show started, my wife sent out the following tweet. And maybe Jesse, we can lower the music because I think it's critical to hear this. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations to Masson23 and the Nintendo Dads team on episode 300. Your passion is contagious and sometimes annoying. And I love seeing the community you have created. So that is, I, I love the support my wife uh, has provided. And uh, a lot of uh, people are um, highlighting that tweet right now. Honestly, dude, so. let's, be, let's be honest. For those of all of us here are married and... What is a good marriage without our wives busting our balls every now and then, right? About what yeah. we're into. Yes. I mean, that's, that is exactly it. I that mean, exactly if you've never, if you have a hobby or a passion and your wife has never turned to you and been like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, what are you doing with your marriage? I, I typically preface it now as like, so I'm going to talk geeky for a moment and I need you to play along. Can you yes. do that right now? Yes. Yeah, can I talk about something Nintendo related that really bugs me? <laughs> She'll be like, <sighs> "Okay, 
And she's like, don't you do that on Thursdays for a reason so you don't <laughs> yeah. have to bug me with these problems? <laughs> I know, but yesterday was Thursday, and today's Friday, and I have a whole six days before I talk to these four no, yahoos again. Don't like, you and like the boys. what I did. Dude, exactly. That's and right. there's and, and Justin, that's a great segue into the fact there's been a ton that's happened since the last time we recorded uh, an episode. And so with that being said, why don't we just go on and dive right into the news tonight? Do it. And our news is brought to us each and every week for 300 weeks or so by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. And you know what? We're not going to do anything or drag it out tonight. We're just going to make it brief. Head on over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for a dollar a month, you can join up and be a part of the greatest community on the Internet. And we want to say hi to our brand new patrons, Jonathan and Seth Sturgill or Sturgill. I don't know that Stur Sturgill Sturgis. That no wait, that's a place. There's a bike rally. Um, Seth Sturgill. If I've said that wrong, I'm sorry. Please don't quit being a patron of the show. Actually, you know what's funny is somebody did that once. Yeah, I'm totally did. Gonna, I was going to say funny like, fact for like, those of you that don't remember, uh, we had someone who did that once. Yeah, they joined up. I and I mispronounced her name on the show on Thursday night and Friday morning. We woke up to uh, an exit survey that said you could not pronounce my name. Bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. and the thing is i'm not even mad about that because no, it was great i thought it was my, great my, look my last name is estes and so i've been i've been called estes isis estes which rhymes with a ma- part of the male anatomy that's that's yes. real great when people figure that out about sixth grade uh you know and then you my, laugh all the time i've got the same favorite. thing you can switch out of all and you get something similar and my favorite for my last name for Alf, in case nobody knows, it's kind of pronounced like OFF, but with a little bit of an L to it. But somebody tried to pronounce it and just tried to pronounce every letter. Oh, it was like uh, not even not even the F, not even the PH is an F. It was a loop. A loop. A loop. A loop. I don't know if you can hear the H. A loop. A loop. That sounds like something you babe with. You know, like I need to go to Walmart and pick up a new a loofah. A loofah. A loofah. Either that or you're, that's the things that follow Willy Wonka around in the factory. Uh, but anyway, patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads lets you into our Discord server and lots more as well as monthly mayhem. So head on over like Steph, uh, Seth and Jonathan did and become patrons of the show. Uh, you know what? It would be great, Justin. If we got, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. Hey, Seth is in the chat. He says he pronounced it right. Okay, Hey-o. great, awesome. Sturgill, I it like Sturgill. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, episode 300. If we got three new patrons, that would wow. be that would be That'd super be amazing. Cool. That'd be super cool. But anyway, let's. Uh, that's, dive a, that's a lot easier than what Justin was trying to hope for and getting 300, 300 live viewers. viewers. I want 300 viewers. Well, if, you know, if if Sean let's, Capri, the Canadian uh, Wonder Lad, would bring his audience over tonight, that would that or we might that would be there. that would be four more people. Maybe we could have Roger rate us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's dive right into the news this week. Nintendo presented the Nintendo Treehouse Pikmin Three Deluxe and Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Uh, update, I guess. And they also, uh, very quickly after that, dropped the Pikmin 3 Deluxe demo, mm-hmm. which, if you did not know, is available right now on Nintendo Switch. You can go check it out. Um, guys, did you, I, I'm full disclosure, I was traveling yesterday, uh, when this happened. 
and did not get home till like nine o'clock last night. It was a 12 hour drive. I was completely exhausted and I could not watch it uh, because I was so tired. I just went straight to bed. And then today I forgot about it. I, cause my hype level for Pikmin three is like below the, the bar, the barometer. So um, y'all, y'all just go, go at it. Like I know you watched Justin, you did a, you did a big spiel on it over on YouTube. Uh, what what happened during the the treehouse? Why is this important? Yeah, so I think I think this is you know this is great for them uh, to get their positioning out and marketing out for this. Right, they have to be doing that again. I think Nintendo is if we really think about it, actually, Nintendo has been doing a great job hitting their communication beats almost weekly since middle of August. So this was in line with it. They did a great about 40, 40 minute stream with Pikmin showing up, showing how it worked. But the great thing they did there was a couple things to highlight, especially when you think of where this is positioned for the holiday season. They positioned it again as a family friendly co-op game, local couch, uh, couch multiplayer, right? They showed the bingo battles. Uh, they talked about scaling difficulties. And so they co- really co-op even themselves. in story mode. Co-op in story mode that's that you new. can jump in and out of. And also the demo, as I recall, actually has that built into it. So you did a great job of positioning it. So if you think about it, this is, again, that, that spot that Luigi's um, mansion was in last year. And they really leaned into that Gooigi component of it well. So this is kind of the Gooigi component of it. But this is split screen. I thought they did a great job positioning it. I, I already have Pikmin 3 um, on the Wii U. I'm probably not going to go purchase it again. However... Their local co-op component of it, like I was watching, I was like, my daughters would love this, right? Um, I thought they did a great job. They they, had, they did bring one thing up that like struck me instantly there, which is what they called Pikmin guilt. And I didn't have Pikmin guilt until they talked about Pikmin guilt, and now I have Pikmin guilt. And Pikmin guilt is when you throw your Pikmin out to die, and you know they're going to die. Like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one, and they're just killing them. So then I was like struck. <laughs> With, with guilt, and I was just taken down a notch. Honestly, but, I thought Pikmin guilt was when you bought the game. Oh, snap. Snap, snap, snap. Uh, I thought they did a great job positioning it. Um, I think this, this game will do well. Interestingly enough, just for a fact, I did some quick Googling during the stream. Um, on the Wii U, Pikmin 3 sold. Anyone want to take a guess? For those of you that didn't watch the stream, anyone want to take a guess how many units Pikmin 3 sold on the Wii U? Uh, I watched your stream, so I'm not going to say anything. 1.27 million. So really? less than less than 10%. And the question was asked, is Pikmin actually a franchise big enough to genuinely kind of care about from a Nintendo perspective? And I guess I'm going to throw it to you guys. What's your history with Pikmin and does this game actually really matter? So I think I've said this on the show before, but I bought Pikmin 1, 2, and 3 uh, and tried each and every one of them and never really got more than like five or six hours into each one. Um, there's just something about the gameplay that does not click with me. I love the idea of Pikmin. I think it's absolutely charming. And uh, I know that it's a wonderfully put together game. Yeah. But the I, I'm going to tell you where the real sticking point for me is, is the time limit, mm. the day to night mm-hmm. cycle. Uh, because I, I just think a game like that does not need that. There are natural consequences for the player that will cause them to lose or whatever without a time limit. And I think putting a time limit on it limits the fun of the game. Uh, And there was a big argument actually about this uh, surprise. There's a big argument on the internet, Uh, a big argument about this over on uh, the Nintendo voice chat group on Facebook today. 
uh, about a guy who said the exact same thing. And I like, I had never really realized that before, but for me, it is the time limit that makes it less fun. Sure. Because I'm constantly, instead of enjoying the game and enjoying the visuals and enjoying the experience, I'm constantly worried about, I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do this. Why? why? And, and like, for those of you who've played it, you know, if you go in one direction and that's not where you're supposed to be, you're wasting time. Like, and that's mm-hmm. going to, it's going to be incredibly costly for you uh, in the long run. And so I just, I can't do it. I, I, it's like in the long run of like, I'm, I'm playing games to relax and Pikmin stresses me out. Yeah. To the max. Now, like other I guess is this, would you classify this a real time strategy game? I think that's how they do categorize it. It, it is an RTS, right? There is there is um, yes, exactly. basically soldier okay. management, so in, right? I, I, in a lot of other real time strategy games I've played, there's not been a time limit per se. Uh, you know, like I remember, and, and it's been years. So correct me if I'm wrong. That like the original Warcraft and Starcraft games did not have time limits in missions. Is that correct? Not the person to ask. Uh, Jesse, I, I feel like you've played it. Very Starcraft, little. Starcraft, I don't remember that. I, I, or even I played a little Starcraft. Things. I don't remember time limits. No. Now yeah. some missions did have time limits. Like some missions had a outlast enemy wave or uh, get this done in this, but it was never like the mechanic of the game right so while i'm well, happy for the, people the, who the first pikmin that was kind of a story conceit, conceit to explain the time limit so i and then with, with two you know when you they did go do away with it sometimes if you went underground at that point daylight doesn't matter and then you have all the time you want right but when you're back up on the surface, then you have your I, time limit again. I just wish that it was. And then, and I think it got even more confusing with me or complicated with, uh, for me with, uh, Pikmin 3, where you had to switch between different captains <laughs> and command different Pikmin in different parts of the map. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't, no. I can't do it. So, so I, I, I would, I looked ahead, at, Joe. I looked at a list of the, of the top selling Wii U games and, mm-hmm. Tied for on the 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 one I'm looking at, tied for fifteenth at one million is you know Hyrule Warriors and Pokemon Tournament, so, and Pikmin three didn't even make it here. So I so that would make you know Pikmin three at least top twenty all of mm-hmm. all Wii U games. So that isn't bad. It's just it sounds worse when you say it only has a ten percent attach rate, but yeah. It, all very few games had more than that. But, but I mean, I, I mean, I think when we talk about these games are being poured over from the from the Wii U, right? Like they, you know, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, uh, Captain Toad. I think the outliers are going to be your your Mario, right? Your your three um, D World and your Deluxe, right? Because Mario is going to sell no matter what. But the other ones are are about a ten percent attachment rate, and, and we're kind of seeing, if I remember correctly, those numbers are kind of shaking out to about a 10% on the Switch as well. Just the install base is higher, so the sale looks higher, right? Um, I, I, I want to just be start to kind of segue out because we do have a lot to talk about today. But I would say if you're on the fence about Pikmin 3, check out the demo. 
right? And by the way, the demo information crosses over as well. So if you complete stuff on there, I think you can unlock a special mode as well. I think it's in our notes here. If I, yeah, if ultra you, spicy. If you complete the demo, mode. you're supposed to, it's supposed to unlock ultra spicy game mode. If you don't yeah. play the demo, you can still unlock it by completing the game on the hard level. Yeah. I do love that the, that they're putting out a demo. I think that's that's mindful of Nintendo that this is not going to be everybody's cup of tea, right? It's it is the new hotness for 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 October, but with them putting out a demo, it kind of doesn't risk people buying it and then going, "Oh my, this yeah. is terrible," right? Yeah. But I mean, now we've seen pretty much that they've got the rest of the year lined up too. So that's that. I mean, like. Because not only did we get Pikmin 3 info in this, we got Hyrule Warriors info as well. Yeah, um, they, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I, I thought they... Go ahead. I was going to say sorry. we can kind of pivot yeah. to that. Yeah, now. yeah, and, go on. No, so, I, again, I don't know anything. <laughs> what they talked no, about no, you go ahead, Marty. You talk. Huh? You go. <laughs> oh, well, they showed off 59 characters from Breath of the Wild that were in the background, like the guy who gives you his house in that one town, yeah. and you could be the dog. Yeah. Eh. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, so I watched, so to be quite honest, I watched about half of it and then I actually told Eve. So I ended our stream of, I was like, gotta go, bye, hung up. Um, but I will say, I, I think what, what I continue to be impressed with, with, um, Age of Calamity is really the amount of time and care that that development team has put in with Nintendo to be in that world that is Breath of the Wild. Every screenshot they were showing, every map overview, every menu option, uh, every graphic icon, like it, it's Breath of the Wild. And so if you're if you're a fan of that environment, you're a fan of that world, like this is this is going to and, and their focus was, and they said, and this is the thing, because I've talked about being on the fence about Age of Calamity before, and it's like, ah, I remember when we had uh, Zach on, Zach Ryan, I was like, ah, I think I'm gonna pass on it. Sitting there and having or listening to the to the developers talk about it, it's really that interstitial. It's that time beforehand. The, great, the thing I love them saying that really actually drew me in, enough that I actually went down and I have put pre-order on it now, um, is that they said, this is really focused on that relationship between the champions and their backstories and the history, not only of them individually, but how they're interconnected to each other and their stories there. And I was like, that's what I kind of wanted to know. So may not be a huge Dynasty Warriors fan. I'm not at all. But they have done enough here. They put they put enough of a coat of paint on it that looks like Breath of the Wild feels like Breath of the Wild that it's enough to, to draw me in. So I'm excited to to uh, to give it a shot. Yeah, uh, Tim, what do you think about Hyrule Warriors? Uh, the more that you see about it, is it still, still some? I think you said originally you were definitely interested in this. Heck yeah, uh, I'm totally. Is, interested. Is it just making you <laughs> salivate more and more? Yes. I want it right now in my hands <laughs> to play so I can I would probably stay up longer than I should playing that game if I had it right now. So uh but yeah, I definitely am looking forward to it, especially like what Justin said about getting that history, uh that background story that and and we all know how it's gonna end and but I wanna see that. I wanna see how that ending's right. gonna happen, you know. So yeah. and I do love warrior type games because they're hack and slash type games so i'm i'm all in i'm like yes give it to me am i i'm gonna have brainless you know fighting you know hack and slash gaming going and then i get this awesome story in the back end you know yeah. with it i'm i'm in I'm and all the as, as you talk 
And uh, I love, like, they're showing some uh, gameplay of Urbosa and the, the fact that they've been able to work in the powers like the, you know, the time stop and different things like that, that actually it's not just a mechanic on the map. It's actually used during uh, fighting nice. uh, and, and things like that. And I'm seeing here she's got, like, a wall jump. And uh, it, to me, just watching them play it, it looks more intuitive than uh, – than the the original high reward. Yeah. And that's what we're hoping too is all those years or all those previous games that they've done with Nintendo and then their own coming out with this game is going to be the best of those, you know, those type of games. So yeah, yeah. The, the cool part about this too is like I'm watching them play through this area where Urbosa is and it's the actual map from Breath of the Wild. Like it's the actual town that she was in, you know, and yes. like I'm real, I'm, I'm seeing some of these things like, Oh yeah, right over there is where the, you got the seal and all that. It's just that I can't wait. Like I'm all in exactly. on this game. Uh, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to get the amiibo and then I decided, uh, I'm not. Uh, I even went back and canceled my cat Mario and cat pizza amiibos. Uh, I'm just out of the amiibo game. Like yeah, I've, I've I didn't get the cat to, ones, but I did. Well, get I had these. them pre-ordered, and then like Joker and Wait, can't see yeah, Joker and Hero came out. I see you holding those up, and I was yeah. like, you know, I just, mm, I, I don't know. I may get one of uh, the new fighter though that was talked about this uh, that were revealed. Yeah, guys talked about him on the last show, but this Segway. week, uh, Sakurai dropped a <laughs> forty-five minute long. Uh, education dump on Steve coming to uh, Smash Brothers. And guys, let me just tell you something. Uh, I, I Mark my words right here. This is He's going to go down as one of the most fun characters to play in the entire game, for the entire history of the game. And all these people who are complaining about him, a, a bunch of them are going to end up maining him later yeah. on. My, my right. son says he is going to be game-changing. So it changes. Oh, it changes the edging, the the, the edge guarding game. Yes. So let's talk a, a little bit about some of the things that Steve brings to the table. Uh, Steve plays completely different, and uh, one of the things that Sakurai highlighted during this uh, this video is that you actually have to mine resources with Steve, which resulted in Sakurai and the Sora team having to completely revamp every level in Super Smash Brothers that had already been <laughs> released to include like 70? Yeah, 70 or something to include crafting points uh, at those. Um, well, yeah, so, add crafting points, add the ability to lay blocks, and add the terrain to mine. <laughs> yes. So tons of stuff. Uh you know, Steve get, gets two alternate costumes. Alex gets two alt costumes, plus a zombie and an Ender, Enderman make eight costumes. Uh, and his attacks range from weapons like the axe and the pickaxe and the sword, which uh, will eventually break. And you have to put down a crafting table to rebuild or um, upgrade uh, to laying down dynamite uh, or TNT to a mine cart, which <laughs> I love that you could use the mine cart. But if you don't have the uh, resources for it, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You have to have it enough was, resources to continue creating, it. It creating track. Simply mind-blowing what they have done with this. 
uh, as well as, I mean, I, we, can, we can spend a whole thing uh, on, on this. Redstone can be mined to power up the minecart for uh, uh, higher damage attacks. Uh, this final smash is called the House of Boom. He builds a house full of creepers and throws people in there. They, they One of the things I noticed uh, about his... Final Smash, though, is, and I don't, maybe he's the only one that this is the, the case of the actual Final Smash only hits one opponent. There's a piston that throws them into the house. The piston hits everybody, but only one opponent is thrown into the house. Oh, I didn't, point. I didn't catch that. I saw multiple people get hit by the piston, so I assumed all of them would get thrown into the house. Only one. So that's going to change his Final Smash game, too. Uh, did you guys see Kirby, by the way? During this presentation, looks absolutely like, fantastic. He, he looks like Hubie from the Hubie. <laughs> I love it. Um, the new stage is called Minecraft World. It'll uh, rotate through six biomes. Uh, eight Minecraft enemies will be added to the spirit board. There's seven music tracks in total. And guys, this comes out next Tuesday, uh, along with uh, Smash Brothers version nine point zero point zero, which brings with it. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six brand new Mii Fighter costumes, uh, including um, three Minecraft characters, Creeper Pig and Diamond Armor, Gil from Tower of Daruga, Bomberman and Travis Touchdown, thus erasing any hopes of him being a DLC character. Roger uh, was just the look on Roger's face. He was just he was heartbroken yeah, when he saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think this is I, so. I think this is interesting. So next week is Smash's DLC. Mm-hmm. The week after that is is uh, Pokemon's DLC. The week after that is Pikmin 3's release. Uh, there's something else the week after that. I thought like there, the, you can just start to see Nintendo's putting like the, two put the cart from there is Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors. There's, oh, you know what it is? It is the Mario uh, 35 um, Game and Watch. Um, is the 13th. Okay. The 13th. Does, it, does that come out the same day as Hyrule Wars? No, Hyrule Wars is the 20th. It's a week later. Okay, so there's, there's something like this. There's something I think November 6th is missed. There's something in there. But you can start to see that they're like, they're, they're just putting pieces up to, to begin yeah. to play. Um, and just get you kind of re-engaged with the, uh, with the content, right? So, and yeah, the I crazy think. The part about that, and the reason I want to, I want to mention this on the show, because I feel like if it, if I mention it on the show, maybe it'll actually happen is that Game & Watch still has not had a pre-order. No, it has not. I feel like it's going to be... Uh, Middle of the night? S- survival of the fittest. I, it's uh, going to be... a uh, Yeah. I have yeah. mine pre-ordered from Amazon UK. They ship to the US. How would it be? Okay, all right. Well, here's the thing. It's a, it, it ended up being about $15 more expensive than the what I was going to pay. You, you ordered a couple of them, didn't you? No. Like two of them? Because that was the limit. You monster. I only was able to get one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, all those all those costumes come out, and uh, all this was also announced during uh, the Minecraft Live event. Uh, and during that, it was also announced that Minecraft Dungeons, which a few of our uh, folks in the community have talked about playing, is also game. updating to crossplay between mm-hmm. platforms in November, and a brand new DLC is coming out in December uh, that we did not know about before. It's called the Howling Peaks D- DLC. Uh, to add to the game. So, is that a free DLC, the Howling Peaks? So wh- from what I understand, and, and this is, I paid, because I bought Minecraft Dungeons for my son. 
Yep. Uh, or actually, he bought it. I paid. He paid for the DLC. Yep. Uh, the first two DLC packs were like twenty nine ninety nine. I think yeah. twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. There's not been a price announced with this, so yeah. I'm feeling like if you bought the DLC edition because they've now released a Minecraft Dungeons Hero edition physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's coming free. Yeah. It's free. If you've My- already. Yeah, exactly. My, Minecraft Dungeons, I mean, this came out in May of this year, and this is a game that I think some people just kind of slept on. I There was a lot of buzz about it. I know, like, Sean Capri was really hyped on it on the Xbox side. I want to think it was part of a Game Pass as well, Absolutely. so it could have been. Right? A lot of people are excited about it. This is a really, actually, great game. Uh, a couple things I really like about it. Um, Two-player, or is it up to four-player local? Co-op. Um, hey, by the way, can I? I just want to cut in here for just yeah, a second because I feel yeah. like this is an important news break. Breaking news: uh, the Super Mario pin set is back up at my Nintendo right now. If you did not get a uh, get one during the first round, like your code, you you went in and it couldn't go. It is as of eleven minutes ago. Eric Plunk, good friend of the show, uh, has posted that the pin set is back up. Thanks, Marty. There goes all five of our Twitch viewers. <laughs> Out Sorry. the door. Uh, by the way, some people are starting to get these. They're gorgeous. Uh, mine still are processing. I'm starting yeah, to get one. Mine's in shipment. I think I'll get it tomorrow. I can. I cannot get one. I cannot get one because you got Be- the digital version. Because so this is like the this is the oddest. Like I'm complaining because I got something else free. Nintendo sent sent us a code for Super Mario 3D. So I redeemed the code, but that doesn't count in regards to because it's not a purchase code. So therefore, I don't get the pen set. Oh. Maybe somebody will give you a pen set. Nobody in the right mind should do that. I, really. Like, no. I'm, just, I'm just being a whiny <laughs> baby. I should. I no. just, I was, I was fishing there. That's okay. Uh, so anyway, back to Minecraft Dungeons. Totally agree with you. Yes. Totally sleeper yep. game. Yeah. Totally unappreciated. By the way, parents, this is a yes. fantastic game to play yeah. with your kids. Yes. Yeah. Because you can play multiplayer couch co-op, yep. and it's Diablo light. You yep. don't have to worry about any of the themes. It's deep enough for dad and mom, but fun enough for son and, and daughter. Yeah, and sons. the other, and, and a great example. So one of the one of the families that we hang out with a lot there is uh, they, they have a young son, and, he, and I've kind of got him into video games now. He doesn't have a video game console any of this. His mom probably hates me for doing it, um, but he comes over because it's all the rest of them are all girls. They're all playing doing their things. He's like. Can I can I play on the switch? And so sometimes I'm just like hanging out with with you know my wife and and, and her. So I'm like, uh, sure, look at I'm you know hanging out, but you can take the switch. And what's the game he goes to every single time? Minecraft Dungeons. And I'm gonna tell you, he never had played Minecraft beforehand, but it's easy, it's accessible. He loves playing it. Um, I think yeah, Minecraft Dungeons I think is a game that a lot of people over overlooked. If you're thinking, ah, sure, look, it's too much or whatever, throw out your like wish list. Um, but I can guarantee you, like, it's, it's worth, I think it's like 30 bucks, I think. Yeah. I mean, I would, th- I would say the initial game is probably a little short because yeah. he beat it in a weekend by himself. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but with the three DLC packs coming in, I asked him today, I was like, did you know about this? No. He was so excited. He's like, I guess I should beat the other two DLC packs because he's like, they're too hard. I can't beat them. And I was like, you know what, buddy? We'll work on that. It's called grinding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then Marty's like, get good, son. Play the harder out. difficulty levels Look, and grind more. I can't more. say that to him. He's way ahead of me on Fortnite right now, and he beat Mario <laughs> Odyssey first. So I get good is not something I say to him. He's on yeah. his way. Miz um, in the chat says the pins are gone already. 
Oh my gosh. Y'all. That was a real emotional <laughs> journey for our fans. Scalp City. Just take their emotions uh, so Ugh. Yuck. The last five that were left, we just sent people there, and that's why there's none left. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's that's about all of our news, isn't it? Uh, if I think we need to get into some rumors. Yeah, we need to move along. All right, guys. So uh, this is going to be uh, a sticky one to talk about, I think. Um, most people who own a Nintendo Switch at some point have dealt with something that we all like to call Joy-Con drift. Or don't like to call it, well, depending on right. who you are. Um, by roll call here in and among this podcast, how many of us have sent Joy-Cons in to be fixed or fixed Joy-Cons? Three pair. All of us, right? I sent three uh, pair of my sons in as well to, to be fixed. Well, apparently uh, a rumor is going around that Nintendo is arguing, quote, that Joy-Con drift, quote, isn't a real problem or hasn't caused anyone any inconvenience. Now, while we laugh at this... Uh, wasn't this like, like in court... As a response to one of, one of the many lawsuits, maybe? maybe. Uh, yeah, yes. so uh, the, this is apparently from an email. A, a Reddit user sent an email to the law firm Chimicles, Swartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith. Did we screw him in how? With the, with the case. Uh, and the, in their reply back, this is what they said. This is a quote from the email. We're working on putting together a montage of video clips from Nintendo Switch owners such as yourself as a way to give voice to the Joy-Con drift issues you've experienced. This will be helpful to us responding to Nintendo's arguments about how this isn't a real problem or has it caused anyone inconvenience. So, uh, since this is coming from a law firm who's working on the, uh, you know, the case that's been, by the way, by the way, the case is being brought to court by a mom and her nine-year-old son. More importantly, though, could you tell them how much they're um, they're trying to settle for? Um, I actually don't know that number. Why five million dollars. Five million dollars. They're trying to settle for five million dollars. Five million dollars. Now that's a little exorbitant, I think. Well, but if it, they're not just suing for themselves; they're suing as uh, it's a class action. Class suit. action. So. That's very likely because the lawyer, if it wins, the lawyers are going to get half, and then the last two and a half million will be split amongst the one million people who sign up. Everyone gets two bucks. Yay! That's how these things Yay, work. Justice. <laughs> That'll buy us a new set of Joy Cons. Not. Uh, so here's my question: The lawyers are the only winners in a class action lawsuit. Why would Nintendo say this? When they have, I mean, they've pretty much admitted it's a problem when they chose to start fixing them free of charge, right? Uh, well, actually, here's the thing is I don't think Nintendo's, so here's the thing that's happened. Nintendo has never, never admitted it. And despite, the, so here's the thing. But and I don't think every saying, region does this. And despite them saying, uh, them saying, send them over and we won't, we won't charge you for it. Right. They're not taking fault in that. They're not actively raising their hand and saying this is an issue. What they're saying is that for to be a customer, customer centric or customer first organization, if you're having challenges with your Joy-Con, 
we will be happy to repair them despite warranties. So there's actually some like fine tipping walking around that they're probably able to get away without, without, without raising their hands to say it's an issue. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I, the Joy-Con, the, so the thing that always amazes me is I think the Nintendo Switch is probably one of the coolest systems ever, if not the coolest, right? And there may be a bit of recency bias. But when I look at it, I'm like, look at this, like we've got, you know, uh, Bioshock right beside, we've got Super Mario Sunshine right beside Hades, right beside Fortnite, right beside like all these amazing, tremendous games that are just absolutely incredible, right? But the absolutely Achilles heel to that system is their Joy-Con. And, and that will for, it, it is, it is, it is, it is not quite the red ring of death for Nintendo, but it is definitely it's the close. area. It's close to that. Um, and that has caused them a headache and a half. And if there's anything I really hope that they do for the Nintendo Switch Pro, it is spend time and due diligence resolving that issue. And I sometimes wonder if the reason why we aren't seeing like, so this year we have not seen any Joy-Con, se- separate Joy-Con color variants other than um, obviously the Animal Crossing ones. And I wonder if they're just trying to like, let's not, let's not draw more attention to the Joy-Cons, right? Let's not, let's just... Just let him be until we try and resolve or, or end up fixing this problem. But I don't know. Part of me kind of hopes this is a translation thing, a mistranslation, which happens often if it's a message from Nintendo and if, from NCL. Uh, but I don't know if this is an NCL message or a Nintendo of America message. I don't know who supposedly said this. I don't. I don't. I know very little about this. This rumor or or. or could it be in this um, in the preparation for this trial, these lawyers are saying, here are the possible scenarios that Nintendo could say uh, are, you know, they could say it's not really caused any harm. It's not really done this. It's not really done that. So That's we're preparing. Also like, yeah, the, defense prep. Arguments. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what do you think? You're awfully quiet. Oh, uh, we've talked about this a bunch of times, right? So it's just, I'm frustrated just as much as anybody else. I've done a video on showing how I repair it. Uh, and it's mostly worked and I've had to do that repair a few times on, on my son's old yellow ones. And it's actually worked the last time I did the cleaning on it. So I haven't had to touch them in like several months now. So, um, in fact, since I did that video, I haven't had to touch them. So that's awesome. Here, um, so here's. Here's what I think they should do. Maybe Tim, they should hire you for this. <laughs> they need to do a Nintendo Joy-Con official teardown, and you're just in this white sterilized room. Right. Your, you know, you can like, just this like, is like the you, PS5 teardown, but a Joy-Con. That might have been exactly what I was aiming at, Jesse. Thank you for connecting the dots for those that can get there by themselves. I appreciate you. If I could set up my room to do that, I would do some dramatization uh, of me doing the Joy-Con. The only thing I'll say about that PS5 breakdown. That heat sink is glorious. <laughs> I well, had no words on how to move. The, the, bottom, the bottom line is I don't even think this goes to trial until ne- late next year. Am I? I Something like, yeah. What, what I was going to say was my frustration overall with this is what it's trying to talk about, which is that they continue to market and sell the products with full knowledge of the defect and without disclosing the Joy-Con yeah. drift. Or, or creating something new, like we're talking about. Why haven't they come out with something that says, you know, they don't have to call it out, but I guess it's necessarily they will if they do come out with a new improved Joy-Con. The, the, they could just stride up into court swinging their arms like Vince McMahon and be like, you know, 
Uh, we, did create we did create something that fixed this. It's called a pro controller. Case closed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, like I Not said. That I, I think that's what they should do. I'm just saying it's there. Yeah. And I, uh, they, they could totally claim the other controller options and it'd be perfectly valid. I, I yeah. don't know. Except for the games where it's not. I'm interesting. To, I'm interested to see if Nintendo has some sort of numbers that might not come become public well, because of the those case. Numbers will never be right. Public. But I wonder and, if there is. And some they numbers. know the numbers. Oh yeah. yeah. Of how oh, many yeah. have been sent back? We've sold how many pair of Joy Cons and this many pair have come back? Yeah, this is Just how many a, we've had. Y'all, to fix. if a percentage even leaks, it's not going to be good. I don't <laughs> think it's going to so, be. So I will say, okay, how many pairs of Joy Cons do I have? I have. Four pairs of Joy-Cons, yes. And I believe I have sent back every pair at some point. And I believe I've actually sent one pair back twice. Wow. Well, speaking of Joy-Cons, I don't know if this is happening up in uh, Canadian land for you. Uh, but uh, I was at my <laughs> Walmart today and saw Animal Crossing switches in the wild. Let me, t- let me tell you this. All right. I'm going to tell you a quick story about this one. So I went into, and follow me on this one because I need your help here, folks. I went into EB Games. Do my pre order for Age of Calamity. And I said, yeah, you're, you're, you're here money. And I noticed that they had the Animal Crossing Switch units. I was like, oh, those are in. Fantastic. And I was like, uh, just for curiosity, how much are you buying back uh, the other Switches? So you're so the, the worker says to me, 275 Canadian. Now, just as a reference point in Canada, the switch is 400. 400. 400. It is 400. That's still uh, not bad. No, I was like 275. And I was like, because uh, Marty, I'm in the same situation as you. My you fan, when I get this thing going, one and a quarter. it's like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's good. It's this is this is the time, right? And See, I, you know, but you know why you're in a better position, than me? Because the grading on yours isn't broken off. That could be. They're it. not going to buy mine. So I'm 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 super super tempted. But the thing that thing that I'm, I'm worried about, and I, I put in our Discord chat, is that transfer, right, of Animal Crossing. And if I'm going to lose all that stuff, and like I've got I've got too many hours of kids don't, are in there. Like I'm really to, concerned about that transfer. Don't you have to contact them directly? Like you have to make so. a, a contact and be like, okay, so I've gotten a new Switch. Tell me what to do, oh yeah. Nintendo gurus, not the Nintendo guru. Yeah, he doesn't know. Well, oh, he's got. An, he's. I mean, he he's got enough switches. He should. I, the the thing is, is, that's what I was going to say. He probably does know how to do the transfer. He does. He just bought <laughs> another one, which another one switch. I don't know which one, but I, I just I heard a recent episode, and he just bought another one just to create another island for Animal Crossing. Really well. Yeah, sure. We can have a different he's conversation mad. about that. We know why he's doing that because I mean, he's his audience loves what yeah. he does. With oh, Animal sure, Crossing, absolutely, so. they should. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, that is. Uh, we'll let you know how that turns out because right now it's just a rumor. We'll we'll see if there's uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Let's discuss a couple of important things, shall we? Do it. So as we said at the top of the show, this is the 300th episode of Nintendo Dads. That means six years or so of podcasts from uh, the guys here at Nintendo Dads headquarters, and uh, it has been it's been an awesome ride. It's been it's been fantastic. 
we have, uh, I, like, I, you know, I can't really say for the whole six years uh, how it's been. Uh, if you guys remember, I think I joined in about three, four years ago uh, and uh, have really enjoyed my time here. Um, for those of you who maybe have been listening or new or new listeners, I don't know any of these people in real life. <laughs> like we, you know, I think Justin and Jesse have met. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yep. don't know that Tim and uh, we have, none of us have met. Uh, I did meet, who are uh, I did meet Dan from dad crossing uh, or former host of dad crossing uh, in Texas while I was down there this week. Yeah, I saw uh, that picture. That was awesome. That was and I great. know that, uh, you know, Justin and Zach uh, know each other. I don't think Jesse and Zach have ever met. No, uh, Justin and Gary know each other. Uh, so, uh, and Justin's episodes. been at Jesse's. Yeah, I've been to Jesse's. Apparently, uh, we have a surprise. Yes. Yes, okay. you do. What? So, um, as we, as everybody knows, we launched uh, our new store, essentially at Tee Public. And you, anybody who wants to go see our new store, it's at nintendodads.org slash merch. You can get to that store pretty quickly from there. And uh, I, I like the extra text you added in, the, you know, rerouting in five. Four, three. Yes. That's cute. I like that. So, yeah, uh, get there and you can see, you know, some of the logos we've done before and we'll hopefully be adding more. And in fact, we'll be adding one more today. And in recognition of that one more, I will share the screen so whoever's watching uh, can see it. And Jesse is preparing for that. I'm ready for it. As long as I can share the screen and share this sharing on. (laughs) <laughs> um, I thought I set it on. Yep, it's on. All right. So as I'm trying to do the, there it is. I had to look for the button there. All right. I'm going to share the new newest uh, creation for our store, which celebrates. Uh, if it'll let me share. Can you guys see it? Oh, wow. The 300 oh, celebrating oh. 300 episodes and six years of podcasting. The Nintendo dads. Where it has our six avatars on there, and that's nice. that's uh, that's really cool, Tim. Wow, that is our. Now I didn't create this; I had some say in it. I cr- actually created the jumping uh, Zach. In fact, in, in fact, in the background, the golden Zach with the microphone in the background. But I did put that together for them to use. But I said, "This is what I want. Here's all the elements. Put it together." And T Public actually put this together for us. Wow! And uh, we didn't have to pay anything for it as long as we can get twenty-five <laughs> people to buy it <laughs> on a T-shirt. Twenty-five people. No, actually, it'll always be free. We don't have to pay anything, mm. even if, if we don't get enough people to buy it. No, but, I, I will tell you though, if we get twenty-five people to buy it, Justin will wear it and then take his shirt off on the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> So, but yes, we got, we, they did this for us for free. That is awesome. Surprise that we will get this added to the store and people can get, you know, t shirts, pins, stickers, whatever. That's so cool. Not only is it celebrating 300 episodes, but you see there it says, and six years of podcasting. That That is very cool. Congratulations, Nintendo dads. Wow. 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 Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. uh, While Tim is, Thank you, T Public, and thank you, Tim, for kind of starting to get that together. Um, while he's kind of undoing the screen share thing here, uh, just 300 episodes, guys. Um, 
what um, what has been something you've just you've loved about 300 episodes and and doing this and uh, what are you looking forward to in the future? Uh, I've always you know you know kind of Justin kind of mentioned it earlier. It's just you know we we have you know that one one day a week where we just have like minded people we can just t- geek out at with each other and you know yeah I, I talk nintendo sometimes with my wife but she's like yeah okay thank you <laughs> and so it's you know you know fun to have you know actually get feedback and have be able to have a conversation other than just being an info dump to someone who may or may not care mm, yeah so uh what would what are you looking forward to uh, just with more of the same, you know, I, the, I don't think I don't have anything specific in mind for future. I don't, I, I haven't been f- that forward thinking on pretty much anything in a while. I just, this is, right. Uh, this has not been the year for forward thinking. Yeah. The most forward thinking is hoping my daughter can move out again someday. But <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, in fact, I, I went to the doctor's small, small side note, but went to the doctor and she said, we were hoping, you know, we, we're hoping 2021 will be a better year. And I'm like, that's a low bar. (laughs) She didn't, she goes, yeah, it is, isn't it? Hashtag dad struggles. Uh, What about you guys? What about Tim, Justin, something you've loved about 300 episodes and what are you looking forward to? Tim, I'll let you go first. Uh, Just, just the honor to be a part of this with you guys. It's, uh, it's awesome, especially coming from it as a fan. When I started out in 2016, you know, in the Wii U era and, uh, getting to see everybody who's come through, you know, when I was a part of it, when you guys used to do the Google meet meetings, you know, uh, and seeing Sean come through and, Everybody else and Roger. I even went back and watched what was it, the beta episode four or five where Roger was on there. <laughs> um, and it was just crazy just to go back and relive some of the things I missed or even relive some of the things I got to experience as a fan. Which and, reminds me, I still need to get some of those older episodes back on the feed that fell off. I haven't yeah, had a chance I, to do that yet. I think Zach even has them on his website because you guys might have started it, not his website, but his YouTube channel. I think you guys started off with that before you created the Nintendo right. Dash channel. But anyways, uh, I just remember, like, like I think I mentioned this before, one of my first questions to you guys uh, back in 2016, I think it was, like any other dad who comes on and finds you guys, the question of how do you find time to play games? How do you find time to podcast and play games and work and be with your family and all that kind of stuff? And that was one of my questions in the Facebook chat group you know, and that you guys are in. So, and then getting involved. It's easier when they're older. (laughs) Yes. Getting involved with the line chat and doing that and how that went. And that was a lot of fun. So it's, it's been a blast. So I appreciate again, the opportunity to be on here with you guys and, uh, and be a part of the show and get to experience it from this side. So it's pretty cool. Mm. Justin, what about you? Yeah, I think, I think for me, um, you know, having gone through this now for six years, I think the thing that, that always gets me is, um, a couple things, uh, just first, like this, just hanging out, right? To the point that we've made before. I don't know any of you 
face to face, but I feel like <laughs> we knew well other than Jesse, right? But like but feel like we have a really good relationship, a good friendship, a genuineness, right? And I know that that we support each other and help each other. Um yeah. the other part I would he, say he and I has a different perspective than you two has we we're never fans of ourselves because we we were st- we started the show. Yeah, so. exactly. Right? I'm a fan of myself. Yeah, I get tired of Tim asking me to send send him headshots. I was like, oh my god, Tim again, another one. Click, click. Okay, this is me. Um, I think the other thing that I'm that you know, there's two things I'm going to say. I'm I'm really kind of proud of. Um, before I segue to what I what I'm hoping for, uh, what what people don't see, I guess these are connected, is the amount of effort that goes on behind the scenes to keep this trash fire dumpster fire rolling every single week and the amount of work that, you know, people I think just show up that think that we just show up here like for two hours and ramble, but the amount you of remember it's and, not a fire yet because that's how much work we're putting into exactly, it to make sure exactly. the fire doesn't yeah. start back up. The amount of prep, the <laughs> amount of work, the, <laughs> amount of, the amount of effort that goes into, to this, um, like we've kind of got it down to a, a relatively well-oiled machine and we all kind of play a part and do our role and, um, I think that's pretty incredible. Um, and I don't say that enough to you guys, but I know that there's so much that I, you know, I'll send you a DM and say like, I need this thing done and here's the thing. And uh, you guys are just uh, amazingly responsive. Yeah. And I think to there's, add into there's that, another YouTube claim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesse, fix that. Um, yeah. and then I think the, I think the other part to add into that in, and I will always say this is, is the response is our community. 110%, right? Like that is something that I, I, it, I'm always shocked and amazed by the amount of people who, you know, whether it's in our, whether it's in our discord or it's on the Patreon who are supporting each other, who are helping each other, who are there during good times and bad times, like-mindedness, having civil disc like disagreements and not being, you know, like, like, and then, and then actively saying, I want to be part of this, right? I want to, I want to make a video. I want to, who do a podcast. I want to, I like, I'm passionate about these things. I want to, I want to provide a voice as a dad. Can I do that? Yeah. Like I, I, I never really thought that this would change into a vehicle for others to use in the way that we were using. And I think that that evolution to that is, I think probably the thing I'm the most proud of. Um, and the thing that also kind of also makes me feel like it's okay to leave if that ever makes sense. Like, like, I think there was always this idea of like, well, if Jesse or I leave or Zach, the whole thing burns. And I truly don't believe that. I believe that I'm just keeping a seat warm until somebody else shows up and does a much better job than I do. Um, <laughs> which isn't that hard to be very honest. Right. Um, and then where do I really hope? Well, what, or what am I, what am I most excited for? I'm most excited to sell this, uh, this fiasco to IGN for a boatload of money and, uh, and then retire in the, in Bermuda for something. Oh. I, that's, 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 that's really actually why I'm not leaving because I'm afraid the moment I do, that's what's going to happen. And I didn't sign legal paperwork. So that's what I'm really concerned about. Yeah, you're, you're talking about all the, of the effort that goes into it and the you know, little uh, mini plug here, the $10 and higher patrons gets a recording of our pre-show talk and our post-show talk, which usually, you know, is at least, 40 minutes sometimes can go up to an over an hour. So, you know, that's just that much extra work, you know, the night of recording. And then there's other stuff that goes on, you know, throughout the week. If you want to, if you want to listen to Justin for 40 minutes, learn how to delegate to Tim (laughs) and Jesse (laughs) and try and get Marty to do something. 
It's a really good tier to come in to do something. It's a really good tier to jump into. Okay. Anyway, I was going to say something really nice about you, but I'm not now. Oh. <laughs> so I know you're crushed. Uh, no, seriously. Um, did, I, this is no, like, I know this is a lot of navel gazing right now, but I don't care. It's, we, we record 300 episodes and people are here for this. Uh, so here's here's the deal. Uh, I'll never forget the day that I was like, I, and, and this is real, real behind the scenes. I approached Justin about starting Nintendo Dad South, which was going to be like me and a couple other guys. What it would be like Nintendo Dads with a Southern flair. And it would have been yeah. like the first, uh, the, the first, I guess, expansion of what we now have as the Nintendo Dads network with four yeah. shows on it. Uh, and so, uh, I'll never forget the message he sent back. He was like, well, actually we were just talking about bringing you on the show permanently. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is, this is cool. The hype leading up to that was for me in my life personally was super cool. Uh, because I was a fan of the show. I was a weekly listener. I was a patron of the show. Uh, and so, haven't jumped in about, uh, I jumped in around the time of the switch, uh, reveal the NX reveal. Uh, yeah. it was, it was pretty much about a month before that and mm-hmm. leading up to, uh, the switch being released and now riding the wave of, of the switch through three years, uh, has been awesome. Uh, and I know you guys, like th- those of you who listen, Justin was right. You don't know a lot of what goes on behind the scenes. Like if you just get to, and we, and this is, I'm not slamming anybody in any way by saying this, but like, if you just consume the content, either via podcast or YouTube, first looks or videos or reviews or Justin Jabbers or whatever, uh, you don't know the, the immense amount of work that these three men put in behind the, the scenes every week, um, coordinating a community of content creators creating logos and editing podcasts and uploading and doing backend stuff on websites and stuff uh, that quite frankly, this is not a job for us. It's a hobby. It's, you know, it's, it's us just doing what we love. It's, it's guys sitting around talking about Nintendo, but because of our fans, it's become something so much more than that. I think that's to, that to me is the, the best thing about 300 episodes is like looking at, not just like, I'm not going to sit here and say it's all about what we've created because it's not. It's about what our fans have helped us create. Yeah. It's about, it's, it's what our fandom has, has been a part of either on the discord or watch it on YouTube every Thursday night or uh, splitting off into new shows or running contests for us or becoming community managers or <laughs> podcast <laughs> hosts or, or whatever it is. And, you know, this has been like my, constant like in the middle of like the last couple of years of my life have been real stressful and real busy work-wise uh 2020 has been an absolute crapshoot for everybody and this has been my oasis in the middle of that you know it's been i look forward to thursday nights uh every week to to get to be a part of this whenever justin uh sends me a message and i get the discord notification and the first thing i see is interested with question mark. Uh, like I get excited cause I'm like, you're going to make another video. I'm going to do it tonight after we get done uh, recording for, um, a game that you'll see on our channel this weekend. Uh, but like 
for as for what is to come, uh, I really, really, really am interested in us doing some kind of live meetup when we when the world when the world can can get on with itself again. Yeah. Um, like I got to hang out with Dan this weekend for just about an hour at a restaurant in in Texas, and that was such a cool. Uh, a little bit. Uh, there's there was a time in Nashville uh, about a about probably two years ago that I hung out with uh, Brian and uh, Cool Zach yeah. and their wives and my wife and we <laughs> had some chicken and we had some ice cream and played Mario Kart and it was fantastic. I loved that and I caught the vision for that then. I was like Nintendo Dad Con and the and the funny part that the you know if we're talking about again a little bit of inside baseball behind the scenes part that a lot of people don't know is that we have been strategically aiming towards an event and we were in 2020 right there was thoughts of 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 um, most of us actually heading to PAX East yeah. um at one point that timing didn't work we had uh Jesse lined up to head over to um to to do E3, E3. live and then we were planning the other part of that PAX East in lineup, we were looking at PAX West and we had got some pricing. We had done some early research of that. Of course, everything went down and handbag. Um, so, you know, for best intentions, we were there. Um, but I think the other part of it, and I, and I, I, I think that we would I, yeah, get to that point one day, right, is, is what I think we want to do. The other part of it as well, I think, Marty, is that idea that just how much fuel the community gives us, I think. And I, yeah. I've, I've felt this so many times. I've just been tired. Right, putting in effort and other things, exhausted from parenting, working, you know, a lot of other things. But I mean, a little bit of an, uh, of an example, and this is this is no shot, right? It was um, Nick Metzger, right, who reached out to us on Discord. And he's like, "Hey, so guys, what's going on with Extra Life 2020?" And I was like, "Oh my God, we haven't what? We gotta plan this thing, don't we?" And I was like, "Oh, son of a gun!" But it was like that was the shot I needed. I was like, "Yeah, yeah all right, we've yeah. got a community who's excited about this. Let's go. Let's be that platform. Let's be that." Let's, let's, you know, mono a mono, let's go, Mega Dads, let's do it again. Right. So our community really like kind of lifts us and brings us through stuff. And, um, and hopefully, you know, again, they find, they find rest in as much like we find rest with them. So, yeah. Roy Porter and, in the chat says, DadCon 2021, white socks with sandals are required. I'm on board. Nice. Yes, Roy. Yes. <laughs> let's Listen, go. If you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking. That's nice. uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm coming, I'm coming in with it down in four wheel drive and, those of you who wear Crocs, you'll know what that means. Uh, but guys, it's such a fantastic time to be celebrating 300 episodes. Here's to 300 more, is what I say. And speaking of three, let's talk Segway. about this fun little 3DS top 10 list that we have been building. Now, famously, and this is the real reason why everybody's here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> famously, uh, if you go back to uh, one of my first episodes on the show, I believe it was actually the first episode as a full-time cast member, uh, you will know that uh, I got on the bad side of Justin Madison by kicking Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze off of the all-time top 10 Wii U list. Uh, Justin, it's a solid 10.5. i got to say that after all these years. Um, it's a solid 10.5. Out didn't... of 11? No, 10.5. Uh, no, Out of 100. But, you know, it's an 11 out of 10. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, what we've done over the last few weeks, for those of you who maybe you're just tuning in for the first time, and if you are, welcome, uh, new fans. We have uh, put together our own personal host top 10 list 
Then we solicited top 10 lists from our community, which we then combined together to form the mega list, the Voltron list of 3DS top 10 games. Yeah. So now, don't wanna, I'm not going to get into big details about what I did, but basically we we were probably we weren't, I definitely wasn't expecting the the result turnout we did get. So yeah, we, we, the original plan was we would wait our ourselves a little bit higher, being as the hosts and listeners would would have their say to probably adjust the list a little bit. We had twenty five other people give uh, give their input. I don't think the waiting mattered anymore after that. <laughs> right. Uh, so just a little bit of breakdown with this. 84 games in total were mentioned. Uh, 38 of those games were only mentioned once. Uh, and one game was mentioned the most with 27 out of 29. So it appeared on 27 out of 29 lists. And uh, that was Super Mario 3D Land. Mm. And uh, we'll see where that lands here in the uh in the list so we're going to start from number 10 and uh go back uh, all the way to number one and what we'll do with number 10 is instead of giving you the score which to me i think is kind of confusing yeah the score doesn't matter that was just my sorting so we'll talk about how many lists the games were mentioned on as well all right so coming in at number 10 on our official 3ds top 10 list is Kirby Planet Robobot mentioned eight out of 29 times. Uh, did all of us play this game? I, I did, did not. Okay. So three out of four of us played it. Uh, probably just a little bit of commentary here is probably my favorite Kirby game on the 3DS. I've been hearing um, that a lot. It was... It, it, not it just was, on the 3DS, but period. Like Triple Deluxe was okay, but Robobot really shines, and uh, it's it's very solid. The, the um, Andros says, "Did that many 3DS games even come out?" <laughs> yes, no, you would be surprised how many came out. Uh, coming in at number nine, with mentioned nine times in twenty nine lists, was Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. Um, I, before we move on, just say just because it was mentioned more times than another game doesn't mean it ranked higher because. You know, a, a game could have been listed number one twice, and then a game, a different game could have been listed number seven 18 times. That number one is still going to get have the more points. Yeah, yeah. It depended on where it was on people's lists, uh, where it was weighted. So, uh, and we'll see that a little bit later on. So, just because you hear a, a higher mention number doesn't mean that's why it, it, it got It definitely helps, though. Um, it does. Um, <laughs> I love I love the fact that this is the only Smash Brothers game that got a, a demo. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, the demo came out. I think it was about a month before. Uh, yeah. and wasn't it like you could only play it so many times? Like it was numbered. Like you, you most most of the demos in the 3DS had a 30 play. Yeah. Before it self destructed, a few of them actually went down to 10. I think this one might have been a tenner. I th- but I, I don't remember. 30. I don't know. Somebody will probably correct us. It could have. Uh, it was either ten or thirty. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, my favorite parts included Mega Man in the demo. That was what I was hoping for the whole time. Uh, coming in number eight on the list, Luigi's Mansion: Dark Moon was mentioned ten times, uh, and uh, such a fantastic game. If you've not played Luigi's Mansion: Dark Moon and you still own a 3DS, it's one, it's in the Nintendo Selects at this point. You can get it for twenty bucks, and uh, it really introduces a lot of mechanics that you end up seeing in uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. 
and so I would definitely go check that out. Uh, my son still owns this, uh, I think, or maybe it's my cart that he has. I need to play through this again. It'd be my spooky Halloween game. Uh, coming in number seven, Mario Kart 7. <laughs> that ironic. wasn't planned at all. Mario Kart 7 is <laughs> in at number seven, mentioned on 11 lists. Number six, Fire Emblem Awakening, mentioned on 12 lists. Coming yeah, in, yeah. number five. Well, yeah. I was going to say, all three Fire Emblem games were mentioned. In fact, one person actually mentioned all three by himself, but that was the one that had the most uh, the most scores. That was, that was to John, it. wasn't it? I don't remember. I can look, but I don't remember. <laughs> I think he, he, I'm pretty sure he had Fire Emblem Awakening as number one. He said he was going to. Uh, getting into the top five, Animal Crossing New Leaf, mentioned 12 times uh, on lists, uh, along with Fire Emblem. It comes in at number five. Number four, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D, mentioned 11 times. There you see, let mentioned less, but higher weighted. Uh, coming in at number three, Metroid Samus Returns at 14 out of 29. Solid pick there. And number two, this is uh, the number two 3DS game of all time, according to us, Super Mario 3D Land, mentioned on 27 of 29 lists, comes in at number two, which leaves us with the number one Zelda, number one 3DS game of all time. <laughs> I've already spoiled it. The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. Coming in at twenty three of twenty nine lists. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, the way the scoring ended up working is the the it was like low score wins because if you know if we said it was first on the list it was, was one point you know two you know bottom of the list got ten points and then so the the over, the overall aggregate score for. The, the top two games are like 8.3, 8.8. And in fact, they were flipping back and forth for a while as we got mm-hmm. more entries in. So I wasn't sure how they land. Number three scores a 16. So there was nowhere close to getting to the top two. It was a fight between those two games from the start. Yeah. So, and, and the point spread to explain that from you guys is the number one game had an eight. The number 10 game had a 20. So, you know, it was a, it was then, a, 12 point the, spread. The, the theoretical worst score is 24. Basically, it means any any game that was never mentioned on any list has a score of 24. So, <laughs> with all this wrapped up and with the 3DS going bye-bye, uh, do you guys agree with this list? Do you is there anything that surprised you about this list? I'd be I'd be curious and again, I and maybe that's something that I should have done is I'd be curious about the sales correlation between some of these um, just in just in, in regards to how many units are sold and, and that as well. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, that definitely the top two, like whether it was going to be 3D Land or Legend of Zelda, I, don't, I think that was just the battle out for it. I think those are both like, if, like if someone was to say to me, and this is the great part about the 3DS, if someone says, hey, I'm getting a 3DS, what games should I get? Like there is such a tremendous lineup of games to pick up. Um, and, and at your disposal, like you can, you know, you can list off five of them and be spot on, right? And, and be, and be, you know, and uh, and fit perfectly. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't have any huge, huge quarrels with this. I'm, um, yeah, there's nothing here that really shocks me. I, I was actually kind of a little bit shocked that Robo Planet actually, or Robobot actually hit the list. 
Um, I was kind of surprised about that too, even though it's a fan. And I was kind of thinking Smash was going to be a little bit higher. Um, because again, it was the first handheld Smash. So I thought oh, there you, might. Go ahead, Tim. So, Justin, uh, I pulled up really quickly. Uh, as of the end of last year, or the beginning of this year, or last, end of last year, uh, Nintendo Life did a top 10, top 10 best selling Nintendo 3DS games. Yeah. And there, that list, uh, assuming they got the numbers from Nintendo, top 10, or number 10 was Tamagotchi or Tamadachi Life. Yeah. Uh, 6.55 million. Right. Sold there. Uh, number nine, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon with 8.770 million. That was a game that was only mentioned once, I think. Yeah, wow. I was actually shocked. I was actually shocked Pokemon didn't appear at all. Sorry, continue, Tim. Uh, number eight, Super Smash Bros. Okay. 9.57 million. Okay. Number seven, Animal Crossing New Leaf with 12.45 million. Yeah. Number six, Super Mario 3D Land, 12.67 million. Six. Mm. Yep. It was an early game, so yeah. Number but it's Mario. Five. I would have thought it would have kept selling. Sorry, go Number ahead. five, uh, New Super Mario Bros. Two, thirteen point thirty-two million. Not yeah. even on our list. Number yeah. four, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire for fourteen point twenty-six million. Wow, Mario Brothers Two was eleventh. Okay. Oh, okay. Pokemon Sun and Moon is sixteen point eighteen million. Now, I'm thinking just for a moment there, I thought Omega Ruby and Sapphire and number two is Pokemon X and Y. I thought those were DS games. Yeah, so did not I. 3DS games. No, X and Y was the three, was 3DS. Was the, it 3DS? The, the, okay. the last DS games were Black, White, Black 2, and White 2. Okay. It was the first Pokemon. Also. Wow. Can I, can I guess what number one is? Can I guess? Uh, but Before you guess, 16.44 million on X and yep. Y. Yeah. So go ahead and guess. Mario one. Kart 7, number one. Nope. Really? No, uh, you're right. I just did, you know, <laughs> I was waiting for Jesse to say, you know, press that button. And just, oh, oh, Justin oh. was right. Justin was right. <laughs> but yes, it we was have right. a bumper for it, Jesse. It hurts. I know. Justin was right. Justin was right. <laughs> Justin was right. Yeah, that makes 100% sense. Not the Justin was right part, but the oh, number one. That was 18.68 million. Yeah. yeah. I hate it that you're right. But so again, again, we see Mario Kart in the lead of, of, of this. Right, um, sales wise, yes. Sales wise, right, and then and so, now we don't. Uh, oh wait, we should. Have, I'm sorry, I just got really excited there. I was like, oh, we get new MPD numbers at the end of this month. I've been so excited. <laughs> we'll be, hey, we'll be excited. Well, not only that, we should get quarterly numbers at the end of the month. Yeah, uh, it'll it'll be be very it, interesting it, to see quarter. Look, look, MPD numbers at the end of the month. Here's a prediction for you. Ready? Animal Crossing number one selling Nintendo Switch game of I, all time. Well, and that's the thing, right? Is is that's the that's that's the thing that I'm very interested in. Is did did Animal Crossing, since the last report, did it pull ahead enough to pass the pace that you know? Don't mind the pun. The pace that Mario Kart has been keeping, so it means it has to have sold like another four to five million in three months. Yeah, yeah, and and the pace that again, <laughs> the pace that Mario Kart is going at has to slow down for it to be passed. That's the question. Is it possible that the king has been dethroned in a six-month time spot? That, ladies and gentlemen, is the news that I want. That, to that would be amazing if it that's, has. And I'm interested in knowing where 3D All Stars lands. Because mm-hmm. 
Because that'll definitely yeah. be on that top ten. Oh, it'll be it'll be on there. But I'm it'll, wondering, and and how much of that is uh, is because of it's a limited time offer. Well, I think well, it's going to be. As I said five. last week, it's good. It, they wanted to squeeze 15 million sales instead of over three years to 15 million sales over the ah. fiscal year. I bet you it doesn't. Cr- I bet you, you know, if you want to put down, if someone wants to put this in the notes, I bet you it's not cracking ten million. You, you know what? Hold on, oh, that's uh, not even a fair. That's that's not even well, a fair statement. Uh, I'm just saying, I don't think it. I don't think it's going to be that high yet, but I think it will before the okay. end of fiscal year. Yeah, because this is going to be a big push only, in March. When it only had at the end twelve days, so probably crack right. two to three million. Oh, oh it'll sure. be more than that. Sure. But we'll we'll find out. I think, think it's five. Yeah, Animal but Crossing did. Okay. That is a topic for another show. Uh, Sorry. As we, as we, <laughs> hang on, as we close the case here oh. on the 3DS, um, is there anything else you want to add to the list? Anything else you want to say? Because uh, we're never going to talk about the 3DS again <laughs> on the <this> show. <laughs> thank God. It's been Marty's oh. dream for three years. No, we stopped talking no. about it. I'm sure uh, I've got some backlog games I'll be playing actually the 3DS. Been, I've actually been picking mine up and playing it just as like the stat, you know, like for the fills. I still have Dragon Quest Seven and Nine in my backlog. There you go. That I want to play again. Okay. My my comment would be this: I really legitimately think it has one of the best the best catalogs. Oh sure. Of, of availability with the DS accessibility, with the 3DS accessibility, the eShops, right? Like this is the, I, that was the first place I place I played Earthbound, right? Yeah. Like just just there's so there's so much good content on that system. It's really hard to hard to it knock just it. it just kind of sucks that like the. Uh, the swan song of the Wii U was Breath of the Wild. The mm-hmm. swan song of the 3DS was Sushi Strikers. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Persona Q2. Which, and Persona Q2. Uh, and sold, and like, Luigi's Mansion units. remastered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, Those like the War- last. WarioWare Gold. Yeah. Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, I think actually Bowser's Inside Story was actually the, the last game. Am I not and right? I don't think that one a, may not have even been mentioned. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not mentioned. So, uh, Tim, at all, any, so. any thoughts? I'm trying to hold back the tears, you know. <laughs> can, can we cue in Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You? Not if we don't want a copyright strike. That's fair. We could have got like a kid to play it on a on a ukulele. Uh, let's talk about a couple of events and then what we've been playing to round out the show. I wanted to mention these two things because I think these are uh, a couple of things our listeners would really be interested in. Uh, the first is that uh, Overwatch is getting a seven-day free trial on Nintendo Switch. It begins uh, for North American, European, and Japanese territories on uh 1013 and lasts until the 20th of October. Uh, you can download the full version of Overwatch and play it with its multitude of characters and modes to see if it's for you. Guys, if you're on the fence about whether you would like Overwatch 2 when it finally does come to Nintendo Switch, because that's going to happen, uh, or comes to any system, period, uh, this, this is a can't-miss opportunity. I love when they do this. Uh, there is absolutely no reason for you not, unless you just don't have space to not download Overwatch and try it out. Overwatch is a game that I probably play at least once or twice a month. Um, yeah. it, I have these games that are kind of rotations like Overwatch, Fortnite, obviously, Rocket League, 
these kind of like just online multiplayer games. Uh, I love Overwatch, and I'm thinking they should be having their Halloween event really soon too, shouldn't they? Uh, this will be probably right in the middle of their Halloween event, which features yeah. every year an incredible cool costumes. mode called yeah. uh, the, the House of Dr. Junkenstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where you play as a team against a horde of attacking robots and eventually yep. Dr. Junkenstein and some of the characters dressed up like Frankenstein and other things themselves. It's fantastic. And, yeah. and so this is a no-risk trial. If you download it and it stays on your Switch past the 20th, it's just not going to load up. Like, mm. it, you don't get charged for it. So mm. go and, and definitely this needs check an, that out. an NSL subscription, right? Yeah, you yeah. do have to have a Nintendo Switch Online subscription, uh, but uh, you, uh, you, it, they, they're saying that this might come with a discount. It might, like toward the end. I don't know. Uh, another thing I want to make you mindful of is that the uh, that Splatoon Two will be uh, having a new to us or a, a new again Splatfest, October thirtieth through November first. The second annual Splatoween Splatfest will be happening this year. You can join Team Trick or Team Treat and Splat to your heart's content. Uh, and I know there's still a bunch of people playing Splatoon. Uh, I got to tell you, you guys, a dirty secret. I deleted it off my Switch. Sorry. There's. I never had it. Look, Justin, it was like it was that, or I can't review games anymore for the show because <laughs> I'm my my uh, my 400 gigabyte memory card is full. I think we need to talk about how you clean your fridge and make better life choices. Because I don't think Splatoon removing that is one of those life decisions that you should uh, have to make. It definitely was. It definitely. Uh, was. They have another Splatfest obviously coming up in January. So great opportunity That's true. to That's that true. as well. Hey, that is Mushroom hey. and Power Star. Right. And get your T-shirts. And and to redeem myself here, it's still on my Switch Lite. Yeah. It's just not on my my <laughs> big machine. Third strongest mole. You're squitting me, Marty. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, with that, let's uh, talk about what we've been playing. Do it. Jesse, what have you been playing, man? Okay, so uh, as I've said the last two weeks, I've been playing through Mario Super Picross. I finally finished it. There are a total of 300 puzzles in it, and a good number of the last 50 are complete garbage puzzles. This is a warning. They are puzzles that cannot be solved using only logic. You literally will have to guess. And the problem with that is, like on the Mario side, you have a time limit. Hmm. Which means when that countdown goes to zero, it's game over. It also means it has auto error correction turned on, which gives you a time penalty. Oh. So if you're required to guess and get penalized for being wrong, not a good way to go. Plus, you can buy, you can, you, you get one free hint reel if you want it at the start, and you can buy another hint reel run for five minutes. So, what I had to do on a few puzzles is actually run a few hint reels, take notes on what, what, what's good, and then start over, run a different wheel to get information, overlay it with the information from the first time, and then see if I can solve it. So, and then when it comes to the Wario side, there are no hints. You cannot buy hints. The only thing you can do is turn on the maybe mode. So you, as you start marking things, it's got a yellow background. And then at any point, you can say, 
keep everything and then it'll redraw everything as solid or erase everything and it'll undo everything back to that safe point. So I had to do that a number of times, literally try this, try this, try this until I finally found one that worked. So, uh, uh, can be real honest. That doesn't sound fun. It's, it's like not when fun. You say, when you start talking about the garbage puzzles, that that does not sound But fun. still, once you get that far, you, you, you've done over 250 puzzles. You've got your money worth. And remind you, this was free. Is this uh, – do you think this is why maybe this game never came out over here? No. I just don't think a lot of people in North America knew what Picross was yet. But uh, it, it is nice to see that, you know, we don't have that problem in the new games. So the puzzles are always solvable using logic. And you don't have the problem of, I've already marked this as an X – I don't want to accidentally strike a, a square in it. Oh, you're wrong because I knew it was an X. So I get penalized and it gets swapped back into an X. It, that stuff doesn't accidentally happen anymore. If you want to ex- change it from an X to a square, you have to remove the X first so it's not an accident. So they've been, the modern games are definitely better. But again, this was their second game. So I can kind of forgive them for that. And this was, what did I say, 96, 94? I don't remember the year, but uh, these were, uh, you know, definitely older games. But and then the, the last puzzle, number three hundred, I literally had to find someone else's solution and kind of copy it to, in order to mark it because it was a mess. But you know, I I, I did like my playthrough. I I wanted to fight through it and finish the three hundred. I played more Super Mario thirty five. Uh, today I literally just played one game. It took about twenty five minutes. And I ended up not only winning, I got a thousand coins for the first time in a win, and I got all three of the dailies done in one run. So I'm like, today was a successful run. That's cool. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I think, uh, I don't think we mentioned this in the news, but starting or events starting tonight at midnight Pacific. I think is uh, they're starting another special event for oh, yeah, a, a, the a week. Nine one. That's right. Uh, uh, and it, it's listed in in the menu and just says starting at this date and time, uh, which I think will will have a a fixed rotation of of levels like one 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 two one four two one three one four one or something like that is you know, kind of a weird rotation. So we're going to get Bowser. We're going to get Lack of two, we're going to get Hammer Brothers. It'll be a, an interesting mess. <laughs> I was trying to see if the website said anything about it, but it's not um, about the event. Yeah. But I, I remember seeing that when I was playing it, too. Yeah. And I played the first hour-ish, or at least the, the first day, first two days of the Pikmin 3 demo. I got to the point where I got have Brittany, I have two of the Pikmin types, and next time I launch it, it'll be uh, day three. I haven't tried the gyro controls yet. I'm kind of worried about them. Definitely, I, I think you know on the Wii and, and Wii U, the motion controls is the best way to play, in my opinion. But the problem with incorporating that in the gyro is they're going to lose sync, and you have to recenter constantly. And as a catch of that, you know the L and the R buttons when gyro is off is used to rotate back and forth which Pikmin you throw, or Pikmin and or Captain. Um, but if you have Zaro on, R becomes your recenter button. 
So now you only have L. So you can't go back and forth. If you go too many, you got to loop all the way around again to get what you want. So that'll be kind of the pain. You know, I, I do plan on trying it, but uh, at least the first few days, I I only did just with the Pro Controller without Gyro. Then the last game uh, is a game that was released today called Game Dev Tycoon. It's been around in other systems, and I think I and mobiles for a while. Though we just launched it today on Switch. Uh, we had an, and I had an early release, early review code, but it, the embargo was to this morning, so I couldn't live stream it last night. So I just recorded my games, my my play session, and posted it on YouTube this morning. So it's about an hour and a half. I only wanted to go for about an hour and lost track of time and kept on going. So yeah, uh, you, you you start as a one man pro- programming machine in your garage making games. You know, starting with either a PC or a C64 clone, or, or because they can't use C64. Everything is just spoof names of, of real systems, and you you start off with money, with certain a certain amount of money in your bank. You have a monthly costs. You have game development costs. You release the game, and you try to make a profit, and then you turn that money around into learning more skills to make better games to get a bigger profit, etc. And there was one game I did, I think it was, I don't remember exactly, but I think it was like a rhythm casual game on a Game Boy called the Game Ling, because it had the highest market share at the time. And I knew... Game Ling. And I I knew that, you know, and once you unlock like rating systems for targeting, age targeting... The, the youth market is is really good at the gameling. The casual market is good in the gameling. And so everything was all aligned, and that game scored nines and tens in, in critic ratings. And that score, that game gave me $3 million, which then let me upgrade into an office space where then I could start hiring new employees so that I can learn more skills to make bigger games. And I got to the point where I unlocked the Super Nintendo. Uh, uh, alternate, and they they kind of said that you know Vani and Ninvento are working together to make this new uh, system called the Play System, which will be the first CD based game. And then literally the next day says, and it's been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're taking real events and turning it and using their spoofed names with us. So I was amused I like by that. It. I like it. So I'm liking it. I plan on playing more into it. I think the the game mode I ran is a 32-year mode. They have high, a, a bigger and a smaller version as well. And then, we'll, then that way I, I'll probably take notes of what I've learned, of what works, what combinations work, so I can apply it to the next run through and have a better run. Okay. Fair deal. Justin, what have you been playing? Sure. Uh, I've been playing, I'm going to be super quick on it. I've been playing some more Super Mario Sunshine, trying to stick through it, just trying to push through. And I do feel like I'm pushing so, through. Well, that's that's what I was interested in, because you said you never played Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, um, so now that you now that you have played Mario Sunshine, what are your, uh, you know, what are your thoughts? 
Especially uh, now that you're a, a more than a weekend. Yeah, I struggle with the controls still. Do you know what I mean? Like some of it feels like it's it's really right, especially using flood. Uh, flood does mm-hmm. not feel like I have the level of control I want to, the precision I like to. Yeah. Um, so that's this challenge. But then there's this familiarity of like, oh yeah, there's uh, Mario's double jump. Oh, there's like, so there's a lot of, you know, there's the butt stomp, right? There's a lot of these things that feel super comfortable, but like that, the, the controls with flood are driving me bonkers. And when I die, it's typically because of that. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's because it's, it's, it's not lined properly. And that's super, super frustrating. Yeah. See, I was going to talk about Mario uh, sunshine in mind as well. Cause mm. I've been playing that a lot on 3d all-stars, but this is a good time to, to kind of ch- chime in here. See, I feel the opposite of you. Like mm. I'm confident with flood. Uh, it's the, it's the levels with Mario where it's just him. Mm-hmm. They're incredibly frustrating. Okay. Uh, Interesting. I was in one the other day, the secret of Rico tower. Okay. And I wanted to curse really badly. Uh, but my wife and kids were around and I don't do that or try not to do that anyway. Yeah. Just cause. And, and honestly, here's the thing. Um, it has such different physics from other Mario games. Yes. Because the way that Mario tackles like running up an incline in sunshine would not be a problem in Mario Odyssey or even Mario Galaxy, but it is in sunshine. And mm-hmm. there's times that you'll just slide off a platform for no reason. Yeah. Uh, he, he, it, it feels incredibly loose. And so I'm getting used to it, but I can see like all these years later, I can see why it's not everyone's favorite Mario game, right? Like mm-hmm. I see a ton of people on my Twitter feed saying I'm getting enough shines just to get through it. So I can yeah. say I beat it again. Um, but I want to do the whole thing. So like I've never one done the 120 stars on Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Mario 64. Yeah. So I really want to try to do that now yeah. because playing it, I feel like playing it a long time ago, I just didn't, have the perseverance. Like I was like, I just want to play the next game. I, I would yes. say I beat it. Whoop de doo. I don't need to see Yoshi on top of the castle. I need to see Yoshi on top of the castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've been sinking a lot of time into Mario 3D All Stars. Okay. Nice. Um, so yeah, that. So I've been picking away at that one. That's a slow one. The other one that uh, we got a review code for that I just uh, actually just played last like, about an hour and a half ago with my wife is a game called Flip On. And it is a reminds me of Poyo Poyo Tetris. Because um, the opposite Poyo, of that not, would be rated M. Yeah, not Poyo Poyo Tetris. Um, what is the game that was put on the Super Nintendo recently that was only released in Japan? Oh, uh, Picross. No, um, just, uh, the the SNES just Poyo game. Poyo. Yeah, was it just called Poyo Poyo. It was just, just Poyo yeah. Poyo. Poyo Poyo. Uh, it's very similar to that. It's got, it's, it's again, blocks, right? Match five, match four, match five combinations. It's got a single player mode. It's really cool. Actually. I'm really digging it. Like my wife loves those kind of games. I got her recently addicted to grindstone on the Apple arcade because that's coming to the Nintendo switch very soon. Um, and I thought I'll see what this is like. And so I got her stuck on that. So now I'm trying to segue her off to a new one. Um, but it's, it's got local multiplayer. It's got like all those kind of, puzzle block things that my, that we love. So uh, I, I think it's very cool. I'd recommend they got a single player mode too, which is very cool. I like that. And then the other one I want to check on, you know what? I am also playing a game called Forgone. F O R E 
gone. Now, you think foregone sounds like it is like golfing. This is a 2D pixelated platformer, roguelike, uh, heavily inspired by, I shouldn't say inspired by, but uh, heavy vibes of Dead Cells. However, it is uh, linear in base as opposed to being um, where you die randomly generated levels. It is it is back to being linear. I have got 45 minutes of a Let's Play that's going to go up in the next couple days you need to watch. Uh, I'm going to tell you, this game hooked me within five minutes. I was like, yes, please. This is awesome. Uh, there's great voice. Like, it's it just uh, check this one out. Uh, I know there's a ton of games hitting the Switch this in October. There's a lot of great games. This is one you may want to 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 look for. I've like, man, I'm digging it, digging every piece of this one. Marty, this is a this is an up your alley for sure. Um, uh, I'm in the eShop right now. It it comes out next week on the 13th. Yeah, it comes out next week. There was this weird oh, kind of thing um, that It'll it looked like it was actually yeah, it looked like it was originally scheduled for like supposed to be this week, but it ends up being next week. Check it out. It does have a pre-order attached to it. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's a discount on the pre-order too right now, isn't it? Am I wrong? Not from what I'm seeing. No. Okay. I apologize. There's maybe another game that I was thinking of that with. But yeah, check that one out. Uh, again, we got a, we got a Let's Play. Um, you're going to want to look at that. That's that's super, super cool. Those are the kind of... Oh, and Animal Crossing because it's Halloween. Right? That's, you know, yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of just... That's that's the thing. Speaking of Animal Crossing, Tim, how many, how yes. many hours did you sink into... Animal Crossing this more, week. More Animal Crossing. In fact, uh, my numbers will be skewed for at least for one day because I left my Switch on all day, um, either Monday or Tuesday, so that people could come to my island so they could try to get candy for the Halloween or try to get any uh, DIYs that were being built or whatever, whatever they wanted to do. And I don't even know how many people might have stopped by other than maybe a couple people in our Discord showing pictures that, hey, <laughs> here's a picture of us. I was standing next to you. So uh, thanks to everybody who stopped by there. I hope you got what you needed and stuff. But yeah, my family and I are digging the Halloween stuff. We we were eating it up day one. As soon as we, we could access it and trying to figure stuff out, planting pumpkins, and then a community just blowing up with knowledge on what to do. So especially Ibisel was just like knocking out of the park with, you know, like the rates of, of what you could do with the pumpkins and how many pumpkins, pumpkin, pumpkins you get because you water it a certain amount of times or you have guests watering in a certain amount of times and then what colors you would get. And just like, I don't have a single pumpkin recipe. This <laughs> is yet. blowing my mind. Yeah, those, it's the those... same thing. It's the same thing that happened to me with the summer shells. I never got. I have all these summer shells, but never got any recipes. The I recipes you got to get from your your neighbors. So and they and I just found this out, and I've been playing it for what over five hundred hours now. But they do they build twice a day, so two different two different Morning neighbors. Yeah, morning and night. So, and they both times are not going to be the Halloween. Yeah, but the uh, thing things. is, is that most of the time when when I get a recipe from them lately, it's it's like, oh, you already have this. Yep. And so the thing is, is like, it's supposed to be twice a day, and one of those times will be the Halloween recipe. And if you get a duplicate of the recipe, which I really dig, is they won't give give it to you to try to give to somebody else. You actually will get a piece of candy, or they'll give you a pumpkin. So, which I thought was really cool. I, and I uh, didn't know that until my wife told me. I forgot so. to go get my candy today. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the sucky part is like we miss it. So I've actually been getting up early enough in the morning because work's been work's been tough where I haven't had much free time. So I've been getting up early in the morning and trying to grab it as soon as the store opens, trying to grab that candy and seeing what the Able Sisters are selling. So that's the other yeah. thing, too, is getting those different costumes uh, or if Kix is on your island and selling certain things like I got some uh, imp wings or something like that. So I've been having fun playing with the different. Co- I only did two different costume things right now, uh, but I'm hoping I'll probably change it up again. Again, Halloween's a lot of fun, and I'm lo- I'm looking forward to, to the uh, Christmas holiday stuff. Can't wait to see mm. what they do with that. Um, so again, probably be playing. I especially we're leading up to Halloween, right? We're trying to get as much candy as possible so we can pass it out on Halloween, and I can't wait to see what happens there as well. So that's why I'm trying to collect as much candy as I can by going to my family's islands and buying their candy, because you only get one piece of candy to buy <laughs> at a time. Um, next I've been playing is the Super Mario Bros. 35. Uh, I've jumped into that a lot more, especially because of monthly ha- mayhem in our community. Although I can't win anything, it's still fun to be able to participate with the, the guys there and gals who, if we have any gals playing in the background that we don't know about, but the guys are certainly vocal about what they, what they do in there and what level they are. So yeah, the, the contest is just highest level wins. So, yes. And then they, they said they have ideas for tiebreakers. I'm sure it'll dig into some of the stats that, they, that the game collects, but they haven't right. given details on what, what they're looking for yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just reached yeah. level 50. And my, my wow. gaming time has been limited. So these type of things that I've been playing, quick jump ins and type of stuff has, has have been helpful. Sure. And in fact, yeah. I wanted to play our retro rewind game, which is the Demon's Crest game for the SNES. And thankfully, one of our new, um, not patrons, but a Discord member who's just in for the free stuff, <laughs> just being a part of the community, because you can join it for free, actually, um, which our couple of our wives have done, too. So, um, but one of those, one of the people that are in there, he's actually a friend of mine. His name is Scott, Scott, Scotty Karate, I think is his name. Um, oh, but Jesse, yeah, it's 11.55, another time pause there for me, right? Yep. <laughs> 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 so anyway, as I was saying, a friend of mine, Scotty Karate, who's in the in the uh, room in the in the retro rewind area, he actually beat um, Demon's Crest. Wow! And he actually went through and did the, uh, the I guess the super ultimate boss. ending. Yeah, the super boss, and he was posting all the pictures and stuff like that on there. And I was like, I don't need to play it. He just played it and told me all about it. <laughs> Sure. No, but it was really cool to see that that somebody got through that. So, uh, and then last but not least, what's something that I get to play this week that I'm looking forward to is the Survivalist that's re- that's coming out tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping to be able to find some time to do some streaming of that because it it it's basically um, a cut looks like kind of an element between your elements of Animal Crossing and. Um, uh, the other name of the game is a really popular one that people compare it to. The Escapist. Well, that's made by the same people who make The Escapist. Uh, but the Stardew Valley, that's the other one. So where it's got some elements of those two things where you're basically trying to survive on an island. But seems like it has some RTS elements as well where you have to get your resources and use monkeys to help you build stuff. But you can play with other people up to four, uh, up to three other people with, I think, a total of four 
total players. Um, and I was hoping to be able to, by the time I play this, it comes out, like I said, tomorrow. So uh, I might just buy it for my wife anyways, and then see if we can play it together. Cause I'm really curious about that element of it, being able to go on the Island pre- procedurally generated areas on the Island. And the part that intrigues me the most is you can explore it and find dungeons to get these surprises on the island they say is really cool so i'm looking forward to that and checking that out so look for that on our stream and then of course the replay to watch once once i get it going and also there's a download demo for that too by the way so make sure you get that oh yeah and i would be remiss if i didn't say thank you to team 17 for giving us that code by the way awesome uh so i've been playing Fortnite. uh what level are you at buddy (laughs) <laughs> uh, I am at, I'm heading toward level 80 right now. I just got, uh, uh, I just finished the second of three Dr. Doom challenges yeah. to get his, uh, emotes. And I'm heading toward, uh, toward Mystique. Now I really expect that I'll be at level 100 by the end of this battle pass because, yeah. Yeah. uh, the only reason I quit playing, I played almost the entire time I was on vacation. The only reason I quit playing was my XP booster ran out. So okay. I was just like, yeah, I probably need to let it cool off for a little bit. Well, and this battle pass is going till the end of November, right? Uh, that's possible. No, it's it says it. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah, it goes to the end of November. It's November 30th is the end of the battle pass. Okay, so there, this one's extended as well. So I'll have plenty of time to, yeah. to do it. Uh, I've loved this battle pass. I think it's, it's great. It's had its hooks in me the entire time. Uh, but I've also gotten back into Animal Crossing last night. I started rearranging my island some, building some footpaths and uh, built a garden next to my house. Like, and I was like, I was sitting up. I didn't really feel like going to bed yet, but I was just puttering around and, you know, all the shops had closed down. But I was like, I'm going to put up all the summery looking stuff and put out all the fall things and decorate my house for Halloween and things like that that I've not, I've never done in Animal Crossing before. And I need to come to some of your houses. Uh, or islands this weekend to get the candy I've missed. Uh, Cause I do want to have 31 days of candy. Uh, yes. At least. So I'll be maybe asking about coming to your Island. Sometimes. Is there a reward for having 31 days of candy or just. The- no, I'm, I'm going to guess that there's some kind of reward that you get based on like you cross a threshold. If you passed out this much, you pass. Okay. Out. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm getting it and I'm giving it away. So I'm like, should I be keeping it? You should be holding on to it for Halloween. Yes. Okay. yes. Yep. Because you uh, you want to give some, I'm sure, to Jack to be able to get some things from Jack. Uh, what what those are, I don't know. Can I also uh, ask another question? And then pass question? it out to other people. Can I ask another question? I, I I I only have like one recipe card to make anything for DIY with Halloween. Is that right? I don't have anything. Yeah, so that's Tim what was I, saying that they they somebody on your island gives gives out yep. recipes morning and night. So right. only once a day, once a day, but you got, right. but they're building somebody on the islands building, He's building something. Yeah, I've had, I've had that. And I think both times I've got the same recipe, <laughs> so it's not great. It should be at least once. One of those two times should be, uh, okay. Maybe should be, and it's, I need to check. it's morning and night. So I don't know okay. if you checked it at the same time and that's why yeah. it was the same thing. Okay. Uh, I've got some star pieces. I've got to get on my island. I know that because I saw some shooting stars last night too. Yeah. Um, also, while I was in Texas, I got to uh, play some Killer Queen Black. 
Yes, we did. Man, I forgot how good this game is for multiplayer. So much fun. Uh, and we're going to be organizing some more game nights for Killer Queen Black. Uh, I do believe it's maybe not now, but uh, let me check real quick. I think it's still on sale in the eShop. I'm actually maybe checking. It was like two bucks, right? Yeah, it's it's on sale for two dollars still. Yeah, yeah. So right now, this is a game that when it came out was twenty dollars. So uh, good for two bucks. Or so good for twenty dollars. Yeah. So you can team up with uh, like we can get together eight person games of this and play and get into Discord and and use mm-hmm. the voice chat feature there. I would love to play more of this game with people. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. Matches go really quick, and mm-hmm. you don't have to be like you don't even have to be that great at it. Really, I don't think. Um, no, you just have to be better than the other team. Yeah, it's it's a ton of fun. Absolute ton of fun. Um, Two dollars, like we like it was. You know, when we were playing there uh, a couple of days ago, Marty, I was in handheld sitting on my couch. The wife and kids were watching something, and I was just kind of like casually. Yeah playing but really you know like or playing the game but just kind of in their space too guys two dollars this is such an amazing game for it yeah, yeah. absolutely my, my switch is in the big tv not here at my desk so but if you log into the eShop and find it it should tell you how many days left are on that's there. right yeah so you can that's look a there. good point yeah yeah absolutely uh and uh, go ahead and buy it it's two mm-hmm. bucks like we said we will definitely be doing uh, more community game nights. In fact, I'm probably going to uh, try to integrate some of this into my extra life. Yeah, I think we both will. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Maybe maybe when we're overlapping there, Justin, a little bit. Yeah, that's could, a great idea. Yeah. We, could, we could play a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really intuitive and super great. Uh, I've also been playing Super Mario 35. I love this game. Uh, I think it's everything competitive Mario could be and more. Uh, what I'm interested to see is uh, over time, if this is going, if we're going to get events with this that have themes like mm-hmm. Tetris 99. That's a good point. Because it'd be cool if it was like Mario 3, you know, yeah. Super Mario 3, yes. Super Mario World, yep. or uh, maybe, I don't know how they would yeah, handle it. When I did that, mechanics, the initial live stream the, the, the night before the game launched in North America, I was saying that they might have like other characters you can play as. You can run around mm-hmm. as Toad, Luigi, Fruit Peach, yeah. Daisy, another Bowser. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd yeah. Be, yeah. I think that'd be fun. And, and I know, Marty, you're kind of wrapping up what you've been playing, but you want to tell me people what, what you're going to be playing soon, just yeah. so they're aware of uh, coverage? So, look for a video this weekend. I'm going to be covering a first look of Falcon Age, mm-hmm. uh, which has just launched on the Switch. This is a... Uh, a first-person game where you train and use a falcon, uh, who's incredibly cute, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the the aesthetic on this game. Uh, I'm, I'm going to dive into that right after we get done recording here. Uh, do a live we'll stream. That. Well, I'm, maybe I maybe I will. Who knows? Maybe you should. Uh, maybe I should. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, not really set up for a live stream, but I'll do a video. Uh, but that'll be up on our channel this weekend, and uh, you can check that out. And it's available right now on the. Mm-hmm. I remember, was this not an Xbox title at one point or a PSV? It was, as I recall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, it, it got a fair amount of buzz then. Yeah, it, yeah, got a fair bit of buzz, and then Papa Papa Agenda Company or the Papa Agenda Agency got as as the as a publisher of it. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, we've, we've had a relationship or we've, we've, had, we've worked with them before into the past stuff. So we're really excited about that. They also actually announced, interestingly enough, for those of you that are paying attention, Red Lantern uh, is scheduled yes. to come out in two weeks from now. Um, so Ooh. that's, I know, one that was like an indie game from like, I think a year ago. And everyone was like, been a while. what happened there? So it sounds like that's coming. Well, we know that's coming soon, actually. As a matter of fact, I think it's in the eShop right now. You can pre-order for like 25 bucks. Um, there's a t- there's actually a ton of games coming out at the back half of October. Um, hint, hint, I still believe Apex Legends is coming in October. And oh, yeah. uh, I do want to ask Timothy Off, Timothy Off, EA, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm sorry, I'm on the show. I can dive, I can just take it off the trains for a second. <laughs> off the rails. Off the rails. Tim, EA, uh, Need for Speed hitting the Nintendo Switch in November. Yes. Right? Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I am so happy for this, that this is coming again, just like Burnout. I don't play enough of that, but I don't care. I'm still going to buy Need for Speed and play as much of that as I can as well. But uh, that's one of my favorite games. Yes, it may not be the f- everybody's favorite. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, I wish it was the remake of the first Hot Pursuit or not this Hot Pursuit or whatever. I don't care. It's still Hot Pursuit. It's still Need for Speed. It's Need for Speed on the Nintendo console. Yeah. So I'm happy. And I hope I hope we still continue to see this trend of EA bringing more games to the Switch mm-hmm. that a lot of people like. So, so if Justin I- derailed, does that mean he ran out of materials to build the track yes. on his mic? Uh, it's yes. so painful. It's so painful. Yes. I want to say something here in regards to the, the Apex Legends component of it and the EA thing. This Here's one of the reasons why I believe Apex is coming very soon. And I kid you not, folks, this, this tweet was 12 hours ago. Nothing has been said about Apex until recently. Chad Creenan, who is the Apex game director on Twitter, got a question that says, any news on the Switch version? Kind of disheartening not hearing anything news at all since it's announced. Hope it's not scrapped. 12 hours ago, he replied with, very much not scrapped. We will be talking about Switch again soon, but unfortunately can't speak to it here and now. I believe that this week, or I know this, I know this by week. by saying that, is him talking about it here yeah. and now? Yeah. I, I know that this week FIFA came out by EA. I know that the beginning of November, EA has got the new Need for Speed or Need for Speed. I believe that either next week or the week following, we are going to get a shadow drop of Apex Legends. Um, and I believe it's going to be part of the next Nintendo um, third-party publisher mini-direct thing they do. And it will be out today. today. It'll be available today, and I believe that Direct specifically will probably promote more of EA's games, like potentially Plants vs. Zombies coming in a couple of months from now as well. It is Um, about time for one of those partner Directs, isn't it? It is. uh, Looking at how they've done it before, I suspect it will be probably, if I'm I'm also looking at something, kind of reading the cards, uh, I believe it will probably be, probably be, uh, October 22nd. If I'm, that's how, that's how much i believe It'll either be october 22nd or october 15th okay and then that that's when i mentioned i think you mentioned this on twitter right so i that's when i jokingly said but could be right again sammy predicts yes that we're going to get doom eternal um the doom, the, Eter- the doom eternal the doom eternal count actually tweeted today something as well okay um, and, and, and I pulled and and I the rumor his guess last, was we're getting it around Halloween. So. The rumor last week was it is, quote, very close. Yes. Yeah. So Doom Eternal sent out a photo or the Doom Eternal Doom Doom account. 
is a GIF 14 hours ago, and all it says is 10-20-20. That is it, and it is a photo. Of, it's a GIF of nice Doom guy. 10-20-20, uh, and that's the same day as the thing, right? That is the that is the Tuesday. Okay. 10-20-20 is a Tuesday, so it is entirely plausible then that my partner showcase is yes. going to be that Tuesday. Tuesday would make sense for a May eShop delivery. And again, the, the, the partner showcase will be at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time to align for a refresh in the eShop. Nice. Doom Eternal Apex Legends out today. Let's go, right? Yes. Let's get hyped. That's, look, that's a strong third-party drop right, right. there. And I will tell you that the day Apex comes out, I will probably take the day off of work and I'm going to live stream <laughs> me probably playing Apex for like hours. Like all day. All day. You're not allowed to take that day off the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'll just be playing Apex during the podcast. Well, like, just, Justin, what do you, Justin, Justin, yeah. Justin, what, just, do, what do you say to us, Justin? I don't know why this game has me such. This game has me at a level of hype that is unfathomable, and I don't understand why. It's because you have a party. Probably, and I'm going to be like, "This I'm is not, the worst I'm, game." I ever. am not saying that you're not going to enjoy it by any means. I've played it. Uh, I, I actually love it. I think it's great. I, I think it's a great get for Nintendo. But uh, I like it's it's squad based Fortnite. I yeah, mean, it, all of those uh, things like uh, I'll ring my bell. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's good. I love, I love playing feel, Rogue Company. It feels really good. I mean, it's fast. Uh, the slide thing is is pretty cool. Yeah. So, I'm not trying to, to harsh on it or anything for you. I'm just saying it. You know, be prepared to melt. Maybe you won't like it. <laughs> to, be on, to be honest, and one of the things is I'm, I'm looking for another free-to-play game like that to play when I'm not playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pro- that's the problem I have. I have a real problem. When I'm not like, sinking massive amounts of time into this free to play game, I'm looking for another free free to play game to do that with. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've picked up I've picked up Rocket League again, and I got the battle pass. Now that it went free to play. Oh, I'm on like man. level 15 on the battle pass. Let's go. Let's get hyped. You they know, got him. They got him. <laughs> yes, they did. I was out, and they got me back in. They got me back in. Ah! Oh, PT Barnum was right. But before we move on, I want to go back to Falcon Age real quick. Um, it was previously released on PlayStation 4 and Windows. And then their respective VR components also has the game. So PSVR and Oculus. Oh, nice. Speaking of people who are unreasonably hyped about games, let's talk about our good friend, Christopher Logel. Yeah, let's turn on the community spotlight. How let's about do that. that. Kept trying to to pull you out of that time hole there. Just, I know, I just saw that. I saw happening. that, and I was like, I got to, I got to be good. I got to be good now. I'll shut so, up. So, uh, Tim, uh, why don't you know? You like reading these questions, and yes. this was pretty much directed at me. So, I, I don't want to read the questions directed at me. So, why don't yes, this is ahead? an important question for Marty that was specifically tagged in our Patreon, and it's from Christopher Logel. He's done our blogs before. He says, Marty. How excited were you to hear that NHL 94 news and that you can get it for free with NHL 21? How excited were you, Marty? I. Now you got to make sure you use one of your terms of how excited you were too. One of your oh, southern terms. Oh, 
Oh, okay. I could not give a rat's rear end <laughs> about this. <laughs> Was that next the term you were next expecting? Question, or next comment. There you go. Bruce Patterson. After four <laughs> weeks, my two sets of Joy-Cons have arrived today. If I known, if I've known they were to be in quarantine for two weeks there, I would have replaced the drift issue myself. If yes. you can do that more to you, but I yeah, I, go on. Look, I yes. took apart the Pro Controller one time, and I was like, I got it all out there, and I was like, uh. <laughs> it's a bad decision. Rubber, there's this rubber thing that goes around the uh, the the home button. It didn't get back in there. So my oh, home no. button, <laughs> the home button was sunk back, sunk in there, and I had to like just really mash it really hard to go. That's so funny. I just ended up buying a. All I got to say is, Bruce, you should have watched the video that we made, yeah. you know, on that. I, I, no, yeah, I'm exactly. Kidding. I, I want to say something before we move off of Bruce, actually. Christopher's comment here, guys. First, Chris, I am so excited for you that your hype dream of NHL 94 Rewind finally came true. I it's saw that come out on the Switch, though, is it? Well, here's no, the catch. It doesn't sound like it is. I'm willing to bet you. Give it like six months and they'll release it out on all the eShops for like a 15 to 20 dollar. Who is it? It's EA, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, guess what? One of the games is that EA is now going to say is part of their portfolio of games that they're going to be selling out yes. to you. Of course, it's that's going what to be we're waiting for. We yeah. that drop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, guys, uh, just let you know, uh, Apex Legends isn't coming to the Switch, but I've got a uh, 1994 uh, 8-bit uh, <laughs> retro rewind hockey. So uh, there you go, guys. Have a great 16 bit. Get it right. 16. That is 16 bit. I, that's going to definitely be a game that's going to come to the Switch because well, they know they're going to make money off of it. Maybe here was doing that with the Canadian accent, so maybe it's only 14. Oh, yes, it's true. <laughs> I love how EA is represented by, like... Uh, an aggressively uh, rude, wet Eastern North Canadian. Eastern, Northeastern Teamsters. Right. You guys... Uh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be cool, because, again, I'm excited about EA bringing games in, and if they do bring NHL 94 Rewind, which I think would be a smart move yeah. eventually down the road, and it makes sense, because, I mean, it's free with NHL 21. They're trying to get incentive for those people who do that. What they I, I would be shocked if it doesn't end up being that. Right. Maybe I next year, so maybe shocked. around the hockey season. Who knows? Maybe they'll bring it out what, then. What they need to do is bring in the greatest hockey game of all time, Uh-oh. which is Blades NHL Steel. Hits. Oh. Yes. NHL Hits is the greatest hockey game. I thought you were going to say Blades of Steel. It's it's uh it's it's followed closely second by Mutant League hockey. Okay. Oh wow, wow, that's a deep cut. So uh Sega Genesis for life on that, because <laughs> uh, it wasn't coming to Nintendo because there were people whose heads exploded and other things happened. Right. And, you know. So Nintendo was so anti blood up until uh up until Mortal Kombat two brought in the dump trucks of money to uh to Nintendo. They changed their <laughs> tune. So yes. anyway, Great, uh, Chris. Uh, like seriously, if you if you are pumped about this, awesome. I I can't I can't I can't find any enthusiasm. Hey, uh, before so we guys, close out the show, I wanted to do a quick uh, bit of Amico news to because I forgot to put it in the notes, but I still Amico wanted to talk dads. about it. Right. So <laughs> the original launch date was supposed to be ten ten twenty twenty. So that would have been in two days. Uh, and then that got delayed. So instead, on 10-10-2020, at 10-10 a.m. Pacific time, 
uh, Tommy is going to be uh, have a video out, I think a live stream, to have uh, hardware reveals and software reveals. Can I okay. use another Southern expression here? Sure. Uh-oh. Uh, to quote my mother, I think this is going to go over like a lead balloon. I, that, and then there's Atari VCS. <laughs> yes. Well, that there's a Southern expression for that as well that I can't say it on air. <laughs> I'll, Dad's after dark. Save that for the post show. Yeah, post maybe show. something I'll tell you. Uh, well, guys, that's been episode 300. We've been doing this for 300 weeks. Oh, my gosh. And you have hung with us for a good number of those. I'm so excited that you have been here for episode 300. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Help us celebrate uh don't listen to justin it's been a great time we want to say as we close out the show a huge thanks to our patreon producers chris mears dave ernsberger and antonio Catronio. and we want to remind you to head over to nintendodads.org where you can go to our brand new t public merch store you can see all of our youtube videos tweets podcast episodes our social media links and you can see how to get to patreon as well and you can find us in most places just type in nintendo dads it's patreon twitter facebook instagram twitch YouTube, just type in Nintendo Dads and we're there. And you can send us an email at nintendodads at gmail.com or if you just want to talk to us and let us hear your sexy, sexy voice, you can call in at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show and Public for our brand new six-year anniversary logo. And to remind you, download our podcast from your favorite app of choice, whichever one it is, but be sure that you go in, you subscribe, you like, you give us a five-star review and uh, you give us some words, write something nice about the podcast, or you can write something nice. Like Tim has a fantastic head of hair when he doesn't have a hat on or Justin looks great without a mustache or Jesse has uh, a place with, he lives in a place with great barbecue or Marty sucks. You can write that too. That's fine. <laughs> All of those are great options. Or, no, or yeah, another thing they could write about is how Mario Kart 7 is number seven on our list. You there you go. That? You got that. But anyway, <laughs> you writing a review this five stars helps people find the show. And we want them to do that. I'm going to rise up the ranks and take over Nintendo charts on uh, iTunes and other places as well. So for me, for Jesse, for Tim, and Justin, this has been episode 300 of Nintendo Nads. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nintendo dads. You gotta get your together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>